Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of If It Isn't Love. I am your hostess, Donisha. And I'm your co-host, Jay Owenson. And we are back. Thank you for um, uh, being with us while we took a week off. It was unexpected and unplanned. And we will discuss in this week's episode why we had to miss a week. Um, But I'm glad that we are able to be back um and be here with you guys yep <laughs> is that it you doing one word today uh-uh <laughs> I, I didn't know what else to say about that part I, i'm saving my words for uh for texas when uh when we, we get to that part we, when we get to <laughs> it texas i got words for you <laughs> yes i'm feeling very revolutionary today power to the people um still black history month but we are 365 black 366 on leap year was it leap year no that was last year um so here we are so we're just gonna get right into the nitty-gritty of it why we missed the episode last week uh, we normally film on sundays um but sometimes just depending on our schedule and other things that we have going on and really just how we feel um and because uh, we primarily work from home we are sometimes able to adjust that so mm. we didn't record on sunday sunday was valentine's day so originally we said we we're going to record and then it just ended up we were like no we're not going to record today we'll do it tomorrow and then tomorrow came the 15th of february and there was a winter storm it actually started it while we were on i must say it actually started um on the 14th mm-hmm. um where it was kind of like it was snowing but it was like just icing like i feel like it wasn't hail but it was like sleet or something from the sky it it's yeah. Yeah. yeah so we made it home it got cold and um going into monday it got really cold and we for whatever reason we hadn't recorded i think we were going to do it like later and then probably around uh, so what ended up happening, it snowed and I know work got canceled for me mm-hmm. um, because of the freezing temperatures. And then I heard that a few people, a few of my friends and coworkers had experienced some power outages. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, dang, that sucks. Glad it doesn't happen to us. <laughs> Fast forward to maybe a, like a, probably like a few hours after that, because when I was ready to like, I was like, I don't want to have to work today. And I, I start work at eight, it was 8.15. And mm. I got the call that we didn't have to work that day. So I was like, cool, gonna chill out. And then um, a friend of mine told me her power was out. We fast forward to about six o'clock um, and our power went out. <sighs> and then we were just, and then we had the setup. It was set up like this. Mm-hmm. We had, we just had not recorded. And I wanna say we were sitting on the couch back here or something yeah when the power went out and we just looked at each other like i i think i was i don't think i was in here i feel because like I, I didn't realize the power went out until you oh, said something i was definitely in here sitting <clears throat> I, I don't know if i was watching tv or whatever so power went out so it's not like the power hasn't gone out before right mm-hmm. and because my coworker who her power had went out it came back on so i was just like okay this sucks but i thought it'd be back on in a few hours <laughs> got hungry made a sandwich in the dark um and then you have to realize w- here in texas for the most part everything is electric so now you can there are places right some homes do have gas stoves and mm. gas fireplaces and i think when you have a home you have the ability to choose but we live in an apartment 
most, if not all apartments that I know of, definitely in Houston, but I want to, I feel safe saying in Texas are electric. Yeah. Whereas we're from Chicago and they're like electric stoves are not a thing. Everything's a gas stove, mm-hmm. thing like that. And you might even have a gas fireplace, but here everything is electric. So what that means is when your electricity goes off, there is no heat. None. So where we're used to, right. So again, back home, the electricity could go off, but you can the open heat up the is, oven. but not even the, yeah, the oven, but even a lot of times our heat is regulated by the gas company. Right. And it is also like some apartments have radiators. Like yeah. The, uh, old school radiators yeah. But like I was used to like, my apartment had like, so in the, <clears throat> it was weird. I'm not sure how it worked because the thermostat in the summertime, the we would use the electricity or the the AC more, which I think is by the electric company, but the heat mm-hmm. is monitored by the gas company. So you could still have heat even if you didn't have electricity. Not so in Houston, not so in Texas. So if you don't have electricity, you don't have heat. At that point, the temperature dropped to, and I'm and it's crazy because la- the week prior that you know it was up in the 70s mm-hmm. and then you fast forward to monday and it was in the 20s and in the 30s and 20s when we woke up tuesday morning still was no power it was 14 degrees we had at that point it had been over 12 hours in the house the house had at that point gotten to under 50 degrees right it was freezing and she stays cold so I'm she's always, double freezing. at this moment my yeah. hands aren't but my feet at this very moment i'm trying to put, touch my feet just claw i did claw you i'm sorry i scratched my feet my feet are cold i'm cold natured and it is 70 degrees in the house so think mm. about what it would be i was so cold yeah. and i don't have the best temperament when i am cold um and then it's just the small things that you've forget no electricity i can't make coffee (laughs) i have coffee before 7 a.m every day Mm -hmm. just because i need it and there was no coffee so it was it was it it was hard and it was crazy and i just was wasn't expecting the power to not be on and then to find out that most people at that point when i checked um the center point, which is where you check to see like where the you know where the outages are, mm-hmm. only forty. No, no, no. I'm lying. Only thirty eight percent of customers had electricity, meaning seventy. Well, sixty eight percent of people did, or sixty two percent of people did not have power. So we're talking about at one point there were like over three million customers with no power Mm -hmm. and it was in the teens. So I know at the same time back home in Chicago, they had received eight inches to a foot of snow. It was snowing crazy. like more than that because my mom couldn't even open her door. Yeah, my my cousin took a picture where it looked like Antarctica and then there was like one little silver spot and she circled it and she's like, that's my car. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like buried under snow, right? So I'm not, and I'm not negating. So then, of course, everybody back home was like, oh, y'all can't, because it looked like a, a, a powder sugar dusting it of really, snow just here. Like it wasn't, of it snow. was not, and let me take that back. That's in Houston. 
because I have seen other parts of Texas, like Austin, like Austin that got like inches or a foot of snow, which again, I just think people have to realize this is Texas. So although it does snow in parts of Texas every year, Mm because I've seen like in Lubbock, I've seen it every year since I've moved here, it snows. So that's not that it doesn't snow in Texas, Mm -hmm. but it does not snow like it does in Chicago and in the North, meaning there is no infrastructure for that. Now that's a whole other story as to whether there should be. I'm not saying there shouldn't be one, but I'm saying there isn't because people are not anticipating that it, and even when it does snow, because in the years that I've lived here, the first winter I was here, it actually snowed, Mm -hmm. but it, Literally 24 hours, 48 hours, it was all gone. Like it had never happened. And even then, it did not get under the 30s. Mm. So it didn't get... And that is a huge difference. And then what people have to realize is when what happened is some of the electrical plants, the resources were there. The power, the, the coal, all the stuff you need to make electricity was there. But the plants were not weatherized and equipped to be in those weather conditions. So they weren't giving out the power that they needed to give. They couldn't because not only are homes not equipped, but there are plants that were not equipped to deal with these, the this temperature. With, mm-hmm. So their resources were freezing. So they can't even get the electricity out. The other part to that is, which I'm trying to make a long story short, there are actually, um, uh, electricity is, is, is government regulated everywhere in the United States, except Texas, where there's privatization of electricity. So literally there is like the Eastern Regulatory Board for Electricity, which has like all the um, the states, pretty much like if you split Texas down the middle, like east of there. And then there's the Western part. So when you get to all the Dakotas and all that, like, on west Mm -hmm. there's that and then there's texas not including el paso there are some parts of texas that are not included in this that is privatized meaning ERCOT, which is that governing board pretty much gets to set market rates and do all this crazy asinine stuff and there is no government regulation so they wanted to initiate rolling blackouts to handle so ultimately the power, the grid, the, the, the technology and the infrastructure and is out there, right? Because the other grids have it to handle. But in Texas, we don't have it, right? So we don't have the, 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 the what I'm trying to say, we didn't have the infrastructure because it's not regulated by the government to have it like in other places. And it's crazy to think you have the resources, right? You could give us electricity, Mm -hmm. but you didn't do what you needed to do to set it up. So now we don't have it. The other part of that was what happens when if your home is not weatherized, I think people forget that like all homes are not built the same. Our home, these homes are, are largely built to be cooling so that you don't, cause it gets hot. I mean, hot. it gets hot here. Like you don't get in Chicago. Um, and humid. So it's built that way. So it's not built to keep out 14 degree weather. So it got, so that's why it was so easy for outside, for inside to start feeling like outside. Um, so we got to a point where Tuesday we were approaching 24 hours and there was no sign of power returning 
on Wednesday or Thursday. Some places were saying we might not get power the earliest, actually on Tuesday, the following Tuesday, when everyone would probably, depending, and that's because it got warmer. So we were trying to figure out what to do. We got up in the morning, we were looking for hotels. I mean, they were going, people say like hotcakes, and I guess that means just extremely fast. They were. And then the other part is you had to, we weren't just trying to like, uh, book a hotel because we need to make sure the hotel their power was out so there was some we were calling it was go there was no number or it was just uh getting a dial tone or some kind of busy signal there's one lady who just said no we don't have any power and as soon as we would find something that would get power we would try to book it and they were gone so we were getting frustrated we were looking for a generator, right? We left the house. One to get to look for a generator, two to look for some coffee for me, three to be warm because the car has heat. Mm -hmm. So we went out. The lines for everywhere were extremely long, very, very long. And we wanted, and they were out just outside. So we were not trying to wait outdoors. So we ended up finding somewhere to go, so we're gonna eat, had coffee, came home. Yeah, it wasn't great coffee, but I appreciate that you tried. I mean, cause at that point we had went to every donut shop, every McDonald's, Starbucks, no one, they were either closed and I get it, right? Cause the advisory was to stay at home, but what if home is cold? <laughs> That's what we were facing. Um, so we came back home and I realized like, oh, the water is still getting warm. I would like to take a shower. Um, so while it's still daylight, so I could like try to open doors and have the windows shine so I wouldn't fall and hurt myself. And so I was taking a shower when I was getting out. Um, that's when Jeremy was like, let's go to New Orleans. And at first I was like, what? Then I was just thinking like, let's be warm. And so we got an apartment in New Orleans for a few days and it's about five and a half hours from here. We packed some bags and we went. So we were able to get away from that. We came back Friday um, and the power and everything was back on. We were all under a boil notice until um, Sunday, but meaning like you had to brush your teeth with bottled water. You couldn't drink anything, any of that water. You couldn't ingest it. You could take a shower with it, dishwasher and all that, but we made it. And it was a very interesting experience just having to deal with it it's like 2021 is like i feel like it's in competition with 2020 it is trying so hard to be terrible and i don't get why because all of this and the panda express is still happening all of this in the middle of a parallelogram it's just insane you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I guess, like, when it comes to, like, m most of the stuff I didn't even know about until, like, all this stuff happened. I didn't know we were on our own power grid. I didn't know any of this stuff, like, being here. Because um, I'm like, you know, everybody, like, I don't really even understand how electricity works back home. Because, like, you have ComEd, and that's all I've ever known. Yeah. So, or... um NES in Nashville, that's all I've ever known. Yeah. Or we have like 17 energy companies you couldn't have here. Yeah. So it's like, um, 
when it came to like us starting to like freeze and everything like I'm like I'm looking at people's videos and seeing that like there's icicles inside the house. I'm like the one with the ceiling fan. That was so crazy. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Where I guess someone's, I don't know if somebody's pipe had <clears throat> burst in the ceiling fan. So around the ceiling fan, it was like snow and icicles falling off like a chandelier. Good Lord. <laughs> but um, I think the most important part was the fact like when I started noticing like every single hotel was getting booked up. Um, and then even some of the people who... <clears throat> That I know that that went to the hotels and everything like that, like um, stuff started getting worse for them there. So it's like it didn't make any sense to like book a hotel here and stuff goes wrong in the hotel and everything like that. Right. And then you got to figure out another place to go. And so like while we were out getting trying to find coffee and everything, I'm like, we do not need to be here because like I can like if it was me by myself, I could weather it out. I know I could, or I probably would do some some MacGyver type stuff, but it's like it's different when you have another person to think about. Mm-hmm. So, my mom actually put it in my head to like go to New Orleans. I was like, or go someplace. She didn't say New Orleans, but she said go someplace else. Oh yeah, some other state. Go to a different state. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't feel like I don't think we should make that drive, especially because like the roads are slick. They don't have snow plows here and stuff like no that. Salt truck. No salt trucks. People don't think about that. None so of that. it was like trying to figure out like what to actually do. So I started looking on uh, was that maps and everything, and I'm like, okay, it's a five hour drive. I don't want to make the five hour drive, but at least we'll be in the car warm. I know how to drive in icy conditions because Chicago has uh, bred me for that. Um, so I know how to actually navigate and everything like that. But um, it was yeah, it wasn't until like I started thinking. I'm like, you know what? Let's just get the hell up out of here because it's not going to get any better. I don't didn't have any faith that it was going to get any better um within that time period within a a decent time period Mm -hmm. for us to actually stick around right and i was like okay good grief i'm sorry um it uh so at that point when you were in the shower i was like okay um let's just go to new orleans Mm -hmm. get away get get up out of here because there's no sense in staying right and like you looked at me crazy and everything like that. I'm like, what's so crazy about it? Like, what's crazy about being warm? <laughs> because, <clears throat> well, you already know, and I feel like people who listen know I'm a planner. I am. I love a lot of things, and I think that my personality. I think that probably when you are more outgoing, people associate that with spontaneity. Mm-hmm. But I am not spontaneous. Mm-hmm. I am very thorough planner i actually do not like surprises i don't like surprises especially let me take that back i don't like when i it's weird when i know there is a surprise you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like for my 29th birthday my best friend threw me my best friend threw me a surprise birthday party but i had no idea it was happening no one had you know there was no mention of it even the small mention that my goddaughter had made of it like i just you know at the time i was just thinking oh she's a little kid just saying little kid stuff makes no sense no one had ever mentioned it there was no we had all i had already celebrated my birthday 
in other ways. So there was no reason for me to believe that this was about to happen. So it's different when it's like, surprise, you didn't know this was ever going to happen at this moment, blah, blah. But when I don't like surprises, it's like when you know, you know what I mean? When you know, like there's good, something is going to happen. Like I, I'm not a huge fan of surprises as a condition, honestly, of my anxiety. I, I like to know what's going to happen. It is how I handle things. What? What? Hmm. It is how I deal. Like, so in the indecisiveness, like when somebody asks me to make a decision right then, it is so hard. It is difficult. Like thinking about it makes my head hurt. And I know everybody doesn't understand that, but it is very, so I'm decisive. Like I make decisions, but I tell you, I make it look like I am making snap judgments. I, I need, I like research. I like to, I like to make informed decisions. And I feel like when I have to make that decision and then when you think about something like that, it's like, oh boy, what if the power does come back on? And I, even the little small things, I kept thinking like, if I, cause you know, we, our bathroom has the dual switches. So it's like, you don't know, you could be turning it down and actually be turning the light on if you did the opposite in the, so I just kept thinking, what if the, we, leave and the power comes back on and then the bill's going to be a million dollars so I left the bathroom light on the whole time and like this is the other part is we were originally going to go to so Jeremy's birthday was last Thursday so shout out happy birthday we had a birthday um he is 52 and it's really <laughs> he turned 35 on Thursday happy birthday babe again but so we were going to go to New Orleans for his birthday. That was the original plan Originally, like last year. Like, right. So, right. Probably shortly after my birthday, we started discussing what we want to do for your birthday. Mm-hmm. And we were going to go to New Orleans. We're also moving, which is why there's no table there because we sold it. We're moving in a few days. Mm-hmm. So we were like, and we're moving to an apartment that just costs more money. And so we decided that we were going to, uh, sorry, we got a notification on the TV. So we decided that we were going to forgo that trip mm-hmm. and save the money because we didn't know what all the additional costs were going. I mean, outside of like the move costing money mm-hmm. uh, because we're moving and also <clears throat> like the time we're moving to the new place and the time our lease is up here, there's right. overlap. So we have about a week where we'll actually have two apartments, meaning a week where you're paying for two places to live. We're getting new furniture. So it's just a lot of additional expenses. Right. And so I knew, even, I was even nervous about getting a hotel for a night and spending maybe 60 or $70, which I'm not, it's not that, and I'm trying to get out of this habit of like, you know, if I believe things are for me and if I want something, you gotta, you spend money. But I also feel like I spend a lot of my life being irresponsible with money. So there's this fine line between like, I deserve nice things. Or I, I need to just do things for myself to, and for us and things like that. And then being just super cheap or whatever, or, you know, so yeah. I have to process all of this. So I'm thinking like, we did not, we didn't go on this trip for a reason. So now where are we going to pull this money from to stay for an undisclosed amount of time? Because we don't know. And there's no point in driving that amount of time for a day. So I know we're going to stay for a few days mm. at least. And it costs money. So 
I'm thinking all of this, but you called me at a good time because I was not, I was naked and I stepped out of the shower. And it, as soon as I turned the hot water off and it was only lukewarm at that point, I was freezing. So you caught me at like a, mm, you're cold, huh? <laughs> you don't want to be cold, do you, huh? So, <clears throat> and the other part was, um, I mean, I was a little scared because um, I didn't know what was going to happen in terms of like, the power coming back on and I knew I had a miserable night. Um, like if I move, I, you know, I usually go to the bathroom a few times every night or at least once in the middle of the night. My bladder is like, nah, we good. It's cold out there. <laughs> Stay on <laughs> the covers. like we try to keep the, as much heat in the bedroom as possible. Cause it's, that's and like the hottest place like in the house. freezing out here. So I was in the bathroom. I was like, oh no, I'm trying not to drop my new robe in the toilet. It was just like, a whole thing but i think um i don't like i wasn't necessarily concerned about the finance part because of the fact like one like shout out to sonder for amazing rates and a beautiful apartment oh, so nice uh because the apartment we stayed in in new orleans was amazing like we we booked with them before through airbnb but yeah. um we went straight through them this time but it's like really even nice. I called to see if there was any apartments here that we could rent out. They was like, nah, everything's booked. The power's on in the apartments, but it's booked. Everything's booked. I was like, I wish I would have thought about that sooner. Mm -hmm. But um, it only made sense like to just like one. I really when I made that decision to, uh, to for us to go to New Orleans, I didn't even think about my birthday. I was like, okay. Like it wasn't until you said like, oh, it is my birthday. That okay. was another deciding factor to me because <clears throat> the power, I did not want you to spend. I was like, I I know you would be like, it's fine, but I would not be okay with you spending your thirty fifth birthday in the dark, in the cold. Like I just think that's a shitty way. I mean, to have a birthday, even if it was not thirty five. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just I wanted it to be nicer than <laughs> that. Mm -hmm. so we are, already we knew our the original plan I already knew at that point the original plans I had for you had to be adjusted because they involved leaving the house yeah <laughs> and that wasn't an option anymore yeah but I, I don't know like I guess I had to fully think about like my birthday same time every year it's always going to be cold whether it be in Chicago or whether it be someplace else in the United States that's uh not necessarily California see but you never know I mean last yeah. year it was Oh, you were, were you here last? Yeah, you were here for your birthday last year, mm -hmm. and it wasn't hot, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It clearly wasn't. wasn't it wasn't freezing. I remember we had our little jackets. We were outside. You know, it mm -hmm. wasn't the. But also, like in a few weeks after that, or a few days, mm -hmm. like today, it's seventy, it's 70 degrees. degrees. Starting Sunday, it was seventy degrees. Which climate change, y'all? It's crazy. Climate yeah, and, change. The, the, and that's the weird part about um, like what everybody expected from Texas. Or people from people in Texas, um, like I have, I've gotten a whole bunch of uh, like seen a whole bunch of stuff on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff about people in Texas, like that. My friends in Chicago or people in Chicago basically saying like, oh, like y'all didn't get that much snow, this, that, and the other, tough it out, this, that, and the other. I'm like, it's not necessarily that it was the snow that people had a problem with because people were having fun like they people actually had makeshift sleds yeah. to slide down hills in the snow and everything like that with their kids and everything. The snow wasn't the problem. It was the fact that we could not heat anything. Like you could you can't cook food. 
You can't um, heat your apartment. If somebody is like basically on a, a ventilator or something like that or an oxygen or anything like that, there's no power to that. Yeah. So for people to be very insensitive to like, I understand like you like you clowning us because clowning people here because of the snow. Like even I was like, y'all, y'all mad about a little bit of snow. Like it is what it is. But also having to realize those people, like people are not prepared for that. And Texas was not prepared for everything that was happening with the uh, drop in temperature. But even just like based off, like I had to turn the news off because like our government for Texas is trash between Ted Cruz uh, oh, he went to Abbott. Mexico. Yeah, and then try to basically say like, "Oh, I just, I just chaperoned my kids to Cancun, my wife and kids to Cancun, and I was gonna come right back." Like, they don't need please. no chaperone. Like, if we, if nobody would have spotted you, you probably wouldn't have came back at all, or nobody would have known that you were gone. You would probably would have been in Zoom meetings with the virtual background. He should have had. I don't see why office. he ain't have a better mask. Cause I'm like, I would have put. He's recognizable. But I would have had. Let me tell you, I would have had a mask, a gator, sunglasses, a hat. If I, I was a senator, suited, fully suited. If I was a senator, and I was trying to duck out <laughs> and leave the state during a natural slash man-made disaster, mm-hmm. I would absolutely cover you, especially during the time where masks are like just the norm. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know it was me. Right. I mean, my thing, and then on top, like, it just the excuses after excuses, like that he was trying to make when, like, we're we're clearly seeing you what for you for what you are, and you're a liar. You basically just skipped out on everybody who um, voted for you. Who, I did not. I, I voted, didn't vote. For I voted for Beto. Right. But um, I'm like. Of all things, like you're gonna try to make up uh, and blame blame it on your kids and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, come on! Like, throughout this whole thing, not necessarily the residents of Texas, but just even the government and basically how ERCOT handled everything. I'm like, y'all lit. Like, I speak highly of at least Houston, mainly because like since I moved here, like stuff like I've experienced a lot of great things. But with this whole process of uh, getting even just cutting off people's power to the rolling blackout, right? To yeah. Do rolling blackouts and whatnot. Y'all literally embarrass me in front of company. <laughs> literally, like I like anytime somebody asks me about Texas or Houston, like what's it like living here? I'm like, yo, it's nice. It's very cool. It's a good place to be, and this, that, and the other. And then this happens. I'm like. Don't ask me about this anymore. Yeah. I'm also <laughs> like, I have some friends who are like, they're leaving. I'm also not leaving. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not leaving to go back to Chicago. Surely. And I'm not saying I want to live in Houston forever. Cause we've had this conversation, that conversation yeah. before about other places we want to live. But part of it is I'm born. We're both born and raised in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So it's not, I mean, we, we've both made it through several blizzards in our lifetime. Yeah. I am, we're both winter babies. We're born right. in December and February. So it is not that we don't understand winter. I live here because I don't want to, de- I made a conscientious choice. I've been fortunate enough to be able, I was fortunate enough to be able to relocate because I wanted to. And I think people always think I'm joking when I say a 
big part of the reason why I left Chicago is because I hate the cold. And I think people think it's petty, it's a trivial thing. It is real. There's real actual science behind cold weather and depression. Depression, yeah. The first time I, I experienced seasonal depression um, back in 2016, I knew that I could not do this. Hmm. When it's dark when I leave the house, it was dark when I came home. I worked in a, um, a place that was a converted house. My office is in like the basement. So I was like looking at feet all day. Where I lived was in a basement. Like I lived in a basement apartment. It was miserable. I was crying all the time. I was sad yeah. all the time. And I knew I did not want to do that and until I got like a heat lamp and all this other stuff. And so I knew I wanted to live in a place where it was <clears throat> sunny. And it's like I said, I don't, I was making jokes about the snow falling. If my power stayed on and I was warm, I would not have cared at all about it being cold outside in the snow. But you cannot make it cold in my house like outside. <laughs> that mm -hmm. is when I have a problem. But I'm just very fortunate that um, we had the means to be able to leave. Because I know everyone wasn't <clears throat> as yeah. wasn't that fortunate. Some people had to stay. And I had a coworker whose power did not come back on until Saturday. Yeah. So I'm just really happy that. Um, we were able to leave. I mean, and we were going, and mind you, it was cold in New Orleans. <laughs> it, yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, wasn't like, hot, like we used to. It wasn't any, like, I will say that it was, it was, it felt slightly warmer and everything like that. But we were still night. getting, we was, we were still getting our behinds beat by yeah. wind in the cold. Like Thursday on your birthday, it was so cold. Yeah. Outside. And even like but, by that time we delivered, we had the dinner delivered. It was so cold outside. Delivered. Or you picked it up. Yeah. I we tried to up. have it delivered yeah. though, but because it said delivery, but they didn't actually deliver. Yeah. But I think like it was the matter, like matter of just being grateful for the fact that we had hot and cold running water. Yes. We had heat. We had some place to actually stay indoors. We had electricity and everything like that. Like I I would make that five hour trip again because of that. Yeah. If um it actually wasn't that bad. Up. I mean, I didn't drive, yeah. so I know that's like easy for me to say. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't that bad. But I get antsy sitting. I, I still prefer a flight. We actually I looked for flights first. The but airports were closed. Yeah, didn't know that until I started looking for flights. Oh. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because when we were in the car, even before you said it, we started like looking because I was like, Oh, what if we went to Atlanta or whatever? Yeah. Um, and I was thinking that because we had points. Um from Southwest. Southwest points from a trip we didn't go on. So I was just like, okay, yeah. are we going to do that? But the drive actually ended up, I think, being better. It's safer because, again, pandemic. So but it was better. But seeing people it, spin out and everything like that. Like, there oh was my God, one that was truck. So scary. Like, that was driving the middle. Yeah. And then he, like, he was trying to get everybody to slow, everybody else to slow down because he spun out a little bit. I'm like, bro, just, just because you spun out and don't know how to drive in icy conditions doesn't mean that you have to block us from moving past you just in case if you do that yeah. again. Because he was waiting for a minute and I was like in the car yelling like, drive into the skid, into it. And it's very counterintuitive because if you're skidding, you want to push like away from it. Like, yeah. But again, <laughs> because I grew up and I, I mean, even though I got my license in Nashville, mm -hmm. but I did, I did most of my driving in Chicago, I know that the can is if if you're skidding, you're supposed to drive into the skid. It helps you. I don't know why it works, but it works. So yeah. 
it, that was kind of scary because there then we got to see that there were other places who had received a little bit more snow but we were also going east and i think west it like if you it got it worse. went yeah and we're going towards like west and northwest like austin is northwest mm-hmm. there definitely would have been more uh, and heavy they have snow. Hills. yeah and i want to do any of that like so. we're trying to get crazy. out of texas right so i think when um and then coming back like you just see how people can't drive oh yeah and on top of that like even though the when the conditions were a little bit better coming back like what was that when uh people don't strap down stuff on they on their <gasps> truck beds and everything like that that what's that thing it, i don't, I don't know even know what it, it, it was like, like a, a cage g- some kind of cage and it flew out like right as we were coming up and i was like okay it's like one of those things where you have to make a split decision. Like, okay, I'm not going to crash on her end. I can at least run into a median on my end if I need to. <laughs> but um, fortunately, neither thing had to happen. Right, exactly. So I was like, basically, my doing heart some was too like, fast and I, just, I just started thinking like final destination. I was just, because even though it's like in hindsight, it was like a piece of wire. So at best, it probably would just crack the windshield. Had it hit it, maybe. But you know, we just see a big metal thing. All mm-hmm. the is like, and then it's so crazy. It's like when a, if if a bird or something comes by the car and you duck, and it's just like, <laughs> I do that all the time. Like I'm like, why am I ducking? But it, it doesn't really connect to your mind that that's glass yeah. and it's gonna hit the windshield. Not necessarily. Why am I ducking? I don't know. But that's yeah. so how I felt. I was like leaning back. Yeah. I got so scared. I was so. Scared. I mean, yeah. I had I had a moment. I was just like okay, I don't want to talk. And you got nervous. He's like, I'm going to pull over. I'm like, no, drive. I'm okay. I'm okay. Just get, let's go home. Well, yeah, you got quiet. I'm like, I did. Cause I just had uh, to collect my thoughts because my heart had fallen into my butt. <laughs> <laughs> my heart fell into my butt. It's uh, I was just but trying to wait for it to come back up. I think overall, like, yeah, aside from this, this stuff that we're talking about, like I would still make that trip again, oh, yeah. like in a heartbeat, even it's if warmer. it's to make sure that we're safe. Um, I can't complain about having a good birthday. Like I had a good birthday. I had a lot of food. Oh, you see it in my cheeks. We ate and everything so like that. much like, crap. I have so much fat in these cheeks right now because but of that food. I dreamt about those bananas, foster French toast. God, I'm telling you, keto or not, so I will good. always go back. Every time I go to New Orleans, I have to have it. Like what, what's it called? Surrey? Surrey? I don't know if it's Surrey's or Surrey's. I think like Siobhan yeah. says like uh, Surrey's. Oh, but it's just like targeting Target. So or I don't know if it's serious. <laughs> Next time I go, I'm going to actually ask the people who own it. Like, what is it? How we do have you pronounce no it? No, last time we waited for like an hour and a half or something mm-hmm. to go in. It's a very, very, very small establishment. When we got there, there was one other party there. They left soon after we got seated. And us. then somebody came behind us. So the entire restaurant was just the two of us. But so. it was like I had corned beef hash and eggs, but it's like real corned beef hash. It's really good. And we both have bananas, fosters, pancakes. French toast. French, I keep wanting to say pancakes. Yes, yeah, like brioche bread filled God, with cream like, cheese and banana it's like great okay it's delicious and like caramel yeah. sauce okay like <laughs> but i like that that's what made like you know stuff like this made um my birthday special because it's like and she got me my glasses that i wanted like they uh are for uh people who stare at the screen all day so it blocks blue light but it has like a, a magnet suit super strong magnetic clip that goes on to the glass. He's been slapping them things on his face. Because it makes me feel, <laughs> feel cool. Can't walk out the door. <laughs> Slap. Anyway, but I did have a good birthday. Um, I ate a lot. 
like I said, you can see it in these cheeks. These cheeks are getting big. So, um, yeah, it had lots of great po'boys and fried green tomatoes and gumbo and jambalaya. I will say that um, for for it to have been Mardi Gras, though, like I I can't wait until we out of this pandemic. Because, I didn't even realize it was Mardi Gras until somebody told me. Yeah, and then this year they're calling it Yardi Gras and everything because you're driving past the people oh, whose houses yards. are decorated and stuff oh, like that. I didn't know. Yeah, Yardi Gras or something like that. But it's like it just you just. It's like now is like a back to back blow of like you're just realizing how much stuff like is not happening. Like I've never been to Mardi Gras before. I mean, I've been to New Orleans and everything like that just to experience Bourbon Street and all the culture and everything. But yeah, like I've never been to Mardi Gras or anything. So it's like just seeing that they have to do something out of their norm. Um outside of being festive and everything like mm-hmm. that to celebrate i mean they did have the i don't think they didn't have a parade but they did have music i saw on like instagram where oh. I, second line or something like mm-hmm. that i don't know what it's called but uh they had the music and everything like that but you just see how much stuff has changed yeah even within like whether it be what we experienced with this whole blackout situation and it being cold climate change is real like it's you just yeah, it's crazy. And everything is just different. I mean, because there's no way you can socially distance some of those events. You like, can't socially distance Essence Fest. You can't socially <laughs> distance Mardi Gras, right? Like the very nature of those events is people on top of each other, strangers bumping into you and, and things like that and, and dance. So dancing with strangers. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I feel like in that regard, the mayor did the best thing was to say you're not you can't have these events and like they put certain restrictions on like p- places couldn't sell liquor because you know you can you can have open containers open container in new orleans mm. but they had places where like they're not selling liquor in these certain places during these dates so that people can still have open container but they had to go through extra steps it wasn't very easily accessible yeah bourbon street looked really dead we even ended up driving dark. through bourbon street was something like we never able to really do i mean you can <clears throat> but you'd be in forever waiting for people to walk by and people yeah. would drink and it just wasn't it wasn't like that. And then it's also the, the hit or miss. Sometimes it's not cold during that time of year. Mm. And they just like us, my friend was like, yep, 70 degrees again, you know, but now, I mean, but earlier it was, it was cold when we were there. So again, I'm just happy that we were able to go to get, get reprieve. Um, I'm really, I'm really grateful. My mom, when I called her to tell her what was happening, she said, you know what? I told that Jeremy when y'all left here, uh year before last you take care of my baby and that's what show what the hell he doing that's how my mom talks y'all <laughs> that's show what the hell he doing dynamite like it's perfect right <laughs> she's just like uh, so you know you tell him i said good job take care of my baby and i'm really appreciative because i am not that person i probably would absolutely just be like i'm cold and i'm in the house and you know it, it really makes you think like, I think I'm tough in a lot of areas, but I am not handy in that way. And so we had that one mayor of Colorado City, Texas, was just like, y'all want to hand out? And he since he resigned, like as soon as he tweeted his whole rant about people like, feeling the entitled. Not, the, government, the government is not, we're not supposed to 
uh, take care of you. Like yeah, like the government's not going to take care of me. You're not supposed to provide we the pay, electricity that taxes. I pay for. Not only taxes, but my thing is, there. I'm not supposed to do everything. I don't know what MacGyver you think that I am, that I'm supposed to create electricity. You know what I would do? I would kill myself because... I didn't, I'm not an electrician. There's actually schools for people to learn how to handle electricity. So people coming up with all these things that people, everybody's like sending these tips on how to stay warm. And I, I, I'm grateful that people were trying to be helpful. I also don't want none of that. I, the, the clay like the pot. clay pots. First of all, <laughs> where are you going to stand in a line? Amazon wasn't delivering. And I get it. Part of it is like, we're so used to these conveniences. Mm-hmm. The, but the the other part is we're not set up in a space to not have those, right? So I understand, and I'm not saying that we're worse off than people in third world countries, you know, who don't have these certain things, but they're not also in a space where they have these things all around them, but they're just of no use because they, you know, they require this. Right. So it's like, we're having all these things where if I'm cold, <clears throat> I have this X, Y, and Z. So for people to be like, oh, go get this. But you're talking about millions of people trying to go get these handful of resources. And there are some places that just don't sell them. I tell people the first time it got cold here, when I moved here and I didn't realize, and it wasn't supposed to get that cold. And it was only like 35, 38 degrees. I I told you, I the coat that I have is because it was the only extra large coat at Burlington. It was the only one. So I didn't have a choice. My coat is the my coat because it was the only one they would sell to me. So people were like, you know, even stuff when with our um, computer uh, or not computer with our uh, with the snow on the car. Mm-hmm. I don't have no snow brush. The one snow brush I had that I, I actually bought in Chicago was in the trunk of my car that got hit last year and, and I couldn't open the trunk. trunk yeah. So that's why I didn't have a snow brush. I didn't buy that here. You're not going to find snow brushes here because they're not mm. going to sell. Barely find snow, uh, uh, skull caps. Yeah, we couldn't find skull caps. I can't. Gloves. I no <laughs> so things <clears throat> like that, if we needed them, we would order from Amazon. But I'm, I am going to tell you, I'm absolutely going to order, get make sure I have gloves and everything. So for next year, because it's probably not going to get cold again here. That's probably it. The they said it was rare, but still like... Yeah, it's been decades, apparently, since something like 1980s, that. 1980s? Yeah. Three years, something like that? Just before we were born. Yeah. Because it had... I'm like, it was not that cold when I was here. So there are people <laughs> who are who are from here who would never experience anything that cold True. here. But my thing is like, just even how the government handled this, and even people who are former government, like, um, what's his name? Rick Perry or Rick something... I don't, I don't remember his name, but like, uh, like I was watching the news or my on my phone and everything, um, and he was basically saying like there are Texans that are willing to die to make sure that we have a, um, a deregulated, um, dere- deregulated electricity or infrastructure and everything like that. I'm like, oh, you crazy. Like, oh, like, oh, they don't want it to change. Right. There's they're trying to keep it deregulated and they're trying to blame everything on green energy and uh, solar wind and everything. I'm like, don't blame. Like, my thing is, if you just if you weren't prepared, just say that like <laughs> they weren't prepared. You weren't prepared at all. Um, You're blaming it on frozen wind turbines that don't even make up a full amount of the energy that we have here. Yeah. Like. 
how dare you try to insult people's intelligence like yeah. that? Like you may be able to get over, get over on some people trying to blame it on. And that's the another weird part. They're, they were trying to blame everything on AOC mm-hmm. because of her green, uh, the Green New Deal and everything like that. I'm like when she's here trying to help y'all out. You're blaming everything on turbines and um, solar energy and everything like that. That doesn't make up hardly any of yeah what we account for as far as our energy yeah. consumption and stuff like that. So I'm like, yo, the government here is just it y'all, is y'all weird. It is a whole. It's a different breed of crazy. I will absolutely <laughs> agree with that. It's a whole different breed of crazy, and the expectation that regular citizens are supposed to have the wherewithal or the skill set, like I said, to do that. That's not what I do. What I do trust is that you all who, who stand outside of grocery stores and try to get me to go over to your company. And these are the rates that if I pay, <laughs> that's the deal. In an airport. In an airport. If I give you this amount of money on a monthly basis, you, based on the amount of electricity I use, you will continue to provide me the electricity. So when you're like, stop providing me electricity, it's, it's like an abusive relationship, right? Like somebody like treats you well, treats you well, treats you well, and then just like smacks you and then asks you to like, be like, wait, you ain't never smacked me before. Like what is happening? So it's, it, it, it was insane. And so the other thing is even growing up, I grew up, like I, I, I've mentioned before, I grew up without a lot of things and we've had, I've had power outages in my house all the time. So when people were saying like, you're from Chicago, do the things that you, the things that we used to do, I used to turn the oven on and open the door. We can't open, we can't do but anything with that oven. It don't work if it's electric, y'all. You know, like stuff like that. It does not work. Yeah. I've never actually, and we've never gone days in the middle of winter. Because what would happen is if you didn't pay your bill, because that was usually why our power is out. If you didn't pay your bill, one, like one time there was like some, uh, like a rodent or something that bit through like the wires and like the whole block, the power went out one winter, but Back home? Mm-hmm, it was something oh. crazy, like ate through like one of the power wires on our block for like the, and it was like for a few blocks, they were doing a lot of construction. So like some of the rodents were like coming out. Like scurrying uh-huh. and, stuff. Oh, and so like when they busted down the hospital and all yeah. that. Yeah. And so they were doing all that. And so. I remember it went out in the morning and so my mom called and was like, you know, so I wouldn't be able to go to school. But that was probably like six o'clock in the morning. By 10, I had power. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't forever. And if you're, there are certain laws, like if your power goes out and it gets to a certain temperature and you like are a renter, like your landlord has to turn your lights back on, like the power companies will, they'll your bill's going to be high eventually when, but they're not going to leave you in the dark in the middle of winter when it's like two degrees. So that's the difference between, and you know, like, like you were saying, people were having their own oxygen, their own things that require electricity and you don't prepare for it because yeah, we thought it was going to be cold. That's why people were buying food. People were all this food just for their power to go out mm-hmm. and for it to spoil. Right. You know, because even though it was cold outside, your refrigerator it, it, it was it has an it, internal temperature. Yeah. So there was stuff that's like, unless you put it outside, right? And depending on where you live, that's not, it wasn't an option for everyone, right? right. And, and it required you to go outside. It's a whole thing. Um, that That's what how people prepared for the winter storm. They thought, oh, I'm going to go get food. No one prepared for and their water. power to go out. Yeah. And water, right? We got resources to keep us indoors. Mm-hmm. What happens when indoors isn't safe? And I just think that a lot of people need to be more cognizant. It just also reminded me that I think that, and it, it made me think, we all need to be a lot more compassionate for one another, 
especially when we don't know. Right. Right. And I will say I had a few friends. I had one of my friends um, reach out to me because she had been messing with me about like not handling the snow. And I'm like, girl, this is why I moved here. And I know that she meant everything with love. So I didn't you know, she wasn't there's people who really irritated me. She was not one of those people. Mm. Um, And when she saw how things had gotten and like, oh, we actually left. And mm. she was just like, I am so sorry. I was like an ass and I wasn't trying to be. I didn't realize. Mm. That's why I was like posting stuff. And I was just like, no, I get it. Like you didn't know, right? You didn't know. And I know that you don't, I know you. And so I know you don't have any ill will. And I, you know, so I don't think she was like, I know, but I still feel like a jerk or whatever. Mm. So like mm. my bad. And so I was really, ex- I, I was, it was nice to to hear that but the other part is like it just made me think like we have to be especially when we don't know right mm-hmm. we make these assumptions about people and about a and and my thing is only just like do your research and not just read that people sharing all these articles Man. and I'm like read the read the actual articles everybody who's sharing the article about the power company and how somebody's bill is so many like oh and it's like Texans are going to pay. It is literally this one power company. And it's because of how they price their, they give their, their, their consumers, um, the market rate. Not every electric company is like that. So people just sharing stuff and I'm just, and, and they not from here. They don't live here. So it's just, but it really just makes me think like, and so it, even in the midst of our cold, it made me feel for like my family who like, who's back home and, even if they didn't, their power didn't go out and they're used to it. It's like, yeah, it sucked that some people still had to go to work. And some of my cousins were like sending videos of them trying to like get to work and all that snow. And mm-hmm. one of my friends, actually, I think got stuck in her garage. Only somebody like pushed her car out because she couldn't get her car out of the garage. You know how they do alleys. They don't, oh, yeah. they don't shovel. And if your but car's in the garage, it's in the garage. Or if they do shovel anything, they or sure if they shovel it into, into your, your garage. Door. So yeah. it's just like a whole thing. So I, I think that it did make me think more about having compassion for people's situations, especially when you don't understand them. It really made me grateful for um just health and life um and the ability to be able to get out of situations i'm always grateful for you it made me especially grateful for you to have someone be able to say like hey this is how we're gonna move to know me well enough to be like yeah she she ain't gonna make it (laughs) yeah to know me well enough to know that i i was not gonna fare well to know me well enough to say like I'm going to handle and like for me that was love, right? Like to know me well enough to say, just pack your bags. You don't have to make all these decisions because you're gonna freak out, and I don't want you to freak out. So I'm gonna handle it, and I'm not getting emotional. You're getting emotional. It just really meant a lot <laughs> to me. <sighs> Who's cutting onions in my house? Oh, weirdos. <laughs> okay, that's right. It just really meant a lot to me. <laughs> you can pull my hand down. It just really meant a lot to me. Um, yeah, that you were there to handle those types of things. Um, so, yeah. Again, confirmation that I'm going to keep you. For a little longer. Who oh, me? You. 
So it was really good. And, um, and now I feel like I'm facing this whole other thing um, in terms of, you know, being in recovery mm-hmm. of this crisis. And I came across something. It just really made me realize, like, some of us, we today we're, st- you know, it's Monday, even though it's Wednesday when you guys are listening to this. Um, Monday we were recording and the expectation to go back to work and to be productive. Yeah. And y'all, I'm so tired of this capitalist white supremacist society that's just built on production, production, production. And at the same time, it's so ingrained in who I am that not producing, right? So it's like, I don't want to succumb to this, but not doing it also makes me feel bad. Mm. Um, and also okay. not doing it to a certain extent will make you homeless if you're not careful because i can think that it sucks as much as i want to but how do i survive you can't necessarily be a socialist in a capitalist society alone right you need other people to and even in that y'all got to figure out how to make some capital it's just it's really frustrating but i did promise to give myself grace today to and on my 20 point to-do list that if i did four that's okay um, I'm way behind schedule in terms of things that I wanted to do today and that's okay. Um, and I'm going to be nice to myself mm-hmm. and that is hard for me. Um, and, and to realize like I was, I think I was already in crisis mode because I don't think I've stopped being in crisis mode for the last year. Yeah. And it just, <clears throat> it just keeps coming and so i'm trying to make sure that i find the good moments and i embrace them and i hold on to them and i give myself grace and i honor you know my ability to go through but also say like yeah this shit was hard and this sucks and that's okay i mean and i'm not okay and it's okay to not be okay sometimes yeah i think we forgot that part like even just last year yeah. Like um a lot of the times like I wasn't okay quite a bit of of the time only because like I know in my head I'm like okay I felt like this was this would have been the time to actually do a whole bunch of stuff but at certain points it was almost like forcing myself to do a whole lot of things when I didn't have the energy for it or I know what burning out feels like. So um I would take breaks and everything like that. So I like you are a workaholic, but you know. You're not. Now we just had a beautiful moment. We was holding <laughs> hands and everything. And now here you go. No, you are. Like, but I think that <clears throat> I think your ability to get shit done is awesome. I just don't want you to be uh to burn out like that's the only thing that i worry about is because like even with you um working on uh content for uh the d renee channel and everything like that and all like even just your tiktok and instagram and stuff like that i'm like okay you're gonna sit down one time the thing is i enjoy creating the content it's the other part is you got to market it's the editing even Mm -hmm. though i'm learning more i don't like none of that i don't want to do any of that stuff i want to create i i love this i love talking i love when we do this but the setup the breakdown Mm -hmm. the uh editing of it and 
not my favorite part. So it's like when you when you think about it in total, but I know that if I put in the work right now, so this is how I also, how I think. If I put in that effort right now, I'll get to a space where I can hire someone else to do those other things. I was also very serious about the stuff that I said at the beginning of the year. Once we move, it's not that I'm never gonna clean, I'm absolutely hiring a cleaning service. And I have to sit down with my bills I'm going to have to take a sabbatical from non-important purchases for myself. Although uh, when I purchase clothes and hair and all that, it's all for the content that I'm creating. Right. But then I think I'm going to have to be like, you know, I'm going to have to put myself in a budget to say like, all right, you were spending 250 a month on this kind of stuff. You're going to have to cut back to 150 or whatever, especially now because I want to save up for us to be able to go on a trip for our anniversary. I, I also traveled all the time. So I work hard, but I played hard. And now I'm working hard and not playing hard. And I'm trying to play in my workspace. And it's it's hard. And I feel like it has an effect, right? Like I sometimes I'm... I can't distinguish my home from my work Mm, and mm. when I work at home and it's just a lot. And so trying to find that balance is, is something that I think you say it and you think that, Oh, it's going to happen now. And it hasn't happened completely, or I can do it really well for, I've done it really well for like maybe a few weeks or a month or so. And then I fall off and when I fall, I fall. I don't, I'm not, I'm an all or nothing kind of girl. <laughs> I'm either together or I'm not. <laughs> and so trying to figure out a place where I'm like, I cannot be together in this moment and I don't have to completely deter. Like, oh, if I eat this cornet, now it doesn't mean I need to go get a Big Mac, right? But that's, mm. that's what I do. If I'm not going to be good, I'm going to be bad. And I need to find the balance. And it starts, I think, with, showing myself grace and say, yeah, I didn't do what I thought I was going to do or the way I thought I was going to do it. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm not okay <clears throat> in this moment and that's okay. And I don't right. have to go off the deep end. So that's what I was talking about this morning. I don't have to go off the deep end because I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And so I have to find that balance. Like, like I was saying, I, I try to be careful with how I relax. Um, Cause if I like, Oh, I'm just going to sleep. I know what it feels like when I'm starting to get into a depressive state and so I don't want to just sleep. I need to stay active. Um, but I will agree that, again, the balance. And so sometimes I'm like, no, I'm just going to do them and do. But I get so excited and I get so many ideas. Mm-hmm. And then there are some people who are just like encouraging me, like, you can do this and try this and do this. And it's all the work that goes into that. Um, but clearly I'm going to have to make some adjustments. But like I said, I, I when we mo- we're moving this weekend... Mm-hmm. So our next episode, everything will look different. Yeah, because we'll be in a different apartment. Um, I, I, I plan to make some of those adjustments to say, I, I told, I was reading that book. It's your book, actually. The design your day, oh, or design your life. Yeah, if you read it, it's good. I've so been trying to. But. There's one thing that I, two things that mm-hmm. I learned out of the whole book. There are two things that I really took from it. One, and and then I'll I'll be done. Um, is it's so crazy. I can read more than one book at a time because I have this goal of reading all these books and, and I've been trying to figure out like how I can. And I have this whole theory about how audiobooks is not actually reading. Mm. And it's not. I'm sorry if you love audiobooks. But in terms of like a reading list, I do not 
count because how I listen is not the same. I don't ingest information the same way when I listen as opposed to when I read. When you read, especially if you read aloud, it's double, it's uh, reinforcing the information. When you listen to something, I can listen to something and be doing something totally different, right? So I think audiobooks are a great idea, but I don't count that. So I start thinking like, oh, I could read something that's a novel and I could be reading something else that's more like I like, you know, how to and and, and self-help. And, right. So I can do those at the same time, right? So now I'm doing this one novel, but I'm also looking at uh, President Obama's first volume of his memoir, which is like a million trillion pages. So that's going to take me a very long time to read. Mm. Um, so there, there's that. The other thing that it taught me was when you're putting your um, goals and your list of to-dos in, in terms of priority, the things that you should focus on are the things that you have to do that only you can do. Mm. Then there are the other things that need to get done, but someone else can do. Right. And those are things that maybe you can do, but it's not that important. Right. So then I'm looking at that list of the things that sh have to get done, but I don't necessarily have to be the one to do them. And so it's making me think, and, and you know, I'm going to start looking at those, like, uh, I was talking about the meal delivery services, mm -hmm. the, where the meal comes in and we put it in a microwave and we put it in the oven and they're already measured out. Because even if that's a few times a week, then it's done. And I know sometimes my organization like seems like ugh, like I got my list of all the things we need to do to move, but it helps so that you're not uh, we're not like oh damn like we forgot this one really big thing to do, and you know we haven't done it. So like mm -hmm. I, I I'm 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 learning that even the things that have to get done don't mean that I have to do them. Um, so I'm finding that balance. Um, I mean, because a lot of times that it costs money to have other people do stuff for you. Mm -hmm. True. So that's all I got. That's a lot. We've been talking a lot, but. Yeah. I mean, it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anything else? Um, not other than thank you for all the birthday wishes. Thank you, baby, for the birthday uh, meal and gifts and all that good stuff. Thank you to my mom because, yeah. man. Like, shout out to my mom. Like, the whole, like, okay. I had already paid for the room. Uh, set up everything, made sure the room was paid for. And then, this, you know, I uh, I told my mom, like, okay, we're going to go to New Orleans. We're not going to stick around and everything like that. And she's like, okay, where are you guys staying? I'm like, well, we built the room uh, via Sonder and everything. And then she was like, uh, how much was it? I got five on it. Happy, happy early birthday. I'm like. Oh, you love me. But no, nah, but um, it was. That was dope. Yeah, we do have a lot of people who love. I have so many people who I don't talk to regularly who are just like, what do you need? I will send you. Do you need? Like, I have people who are, I have even had a few people like send me, like, uh, I had even one friend who was like, here's 20 bucks. And she cashed mm -hmm. at me like for lunch or she's like lunch or something, you know. Yeah. And my sister was like, if y'all need something like she I have access to one of her debit cards. So she was like, whatever you need, go ahead and yeah. order it. And like, was, so, I was like, yeah. Yeah, because everybody kept asking. I'm like, no, nah, I've already paid for it. So it's not. I'm like, but um, like uh, even one of my clients sent me something via cash app. I don't know how to I need to get it off there because I never really use cash app. But. Like I, but the fact that we have that support and support from our friends and family and stuff like that, like that means a whole lot. Yeah. Um, like even some of the like a couple of bucks that I had um 
from a from what somebody sent me and everything like that. I sent that over to like a a friend and everything like that because he had nothing. Yeah. So um, I was grateful I was able to do that, but. Um, just make sure you check on your people, make sure they're doing good, especially if they're down here. Um, make sure you just reflect on yourself to have some compassion and everything like that. Cause what people were going through, like, even with us being from Chicago, people who aren't prepared or even mentally prepared for this type of stuff, they went through it. Yeah. And like, you should definitely check on them. So, yeah. That's it. We have a lot of jokes this week. Sorry, guys. There's a couple of jokes out there, but it's very inappropriate towards our government. Tell them the joke you told me yesterday. We can end on the uh, dad joke. And I want to see. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's like, Dad, it's cold in here. Son, go stand in the corner. It's 90 degrees. And we'll just let y'all sit with that and see if you got the joke. <laughs> Thank you guys for rocking with us. We're excited. Um, say bye to this apartment and we will see you next week in the new one. If you have any questions, suggestions for episode topics, feel free to send us that either in our DMs or you can send us an email at if it isn't love podcast at gmail.com. Make sure that you follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at if it isn't love podcast and on Twitter at if it isn't love PO one going to try to get better at updating and putting things into those, but trying to manage so many social media accounts is a lot. I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying, you know, you don't see, I'm trying to make sure I get my content out, but more so. And then when I get that rhythm, mm. I'll start at making sure I add it to our other things, but thank you guys. Um, and also if you're watching this and if you're, if you only listen to this, you could also watch us on YouTube. Um, you want to see my Afro and you're listening to this, then go ahead and go onto our YouTube channel. If it isn't love podcast, so you can see the fro that I'm rocking that I'm actually really feeling. And it was for a photo shoot, but you know, now that we've seen Judas and the black yeah. Messiah, I feeling real righteous. I got my earrings that my friend Berto bought me years ago for my birthday mm -hmm. by Denise. Um, my friend Denise actually made these and I never wear them because I have a short neck. So sometimes big earrings, like they look like that on me. So I have to really like be like this when I wear them, but I love them and they're so cute. So here we are. All right, y'all. We out. <laughs> It's all because of you.